Hello, welcome to the Elevate Your Soul podcast. Today I'm interviewing a very special friend of mine and he is coming on the show today and being very vulnerable and talking about his experience with porn and his sex life and how porn has affected his sex life and not only his sex life but his finances, his mood, his friendships, his self-esteem and so many other aspects in his life that he's realized when he decided to stop watching porn and just his experience through his sex life and the choices he's made and the things he's experienced through learning to connect with love without sexuality with his partner and I find his story very interesting and fascinating and I hope you guys can gain some insight from it and take something from this episode. I hope you can just feel his passion and his presence in this episode. So I'm going to say no more and we will dive straight in. Welcome to the Elevate Your Soul podcast. Aurel, thank you so much for having me on. I'm freaking excited. Thank you so much. I know this is like a bit of a vulnerable topic to talk about and share with the public. So I just want to say, first and foremost, thank you very, very much for coming on today to talk about your sexuality and your sex life and your learning experience through all this. So yeah, thank you very much. The first question I have for you today is what elevates your soul? What a question. <laughs> well, it's a big one, loaded question. I, I could venture down so many different avenues, but the thing that pops out to me straight away is I've always had an obsession with progress. Like I am happiest, uh, my soul is elevated when I can feel the progress that's happening in my life. And it can be in so many different forms, like uh, progressing in my ability to connect with people, progressing in my ability to speak and talk and, and communicate, progressing yeah. in my finances, uh, progressing in my business ventures, progressing in my relationships. Like when I can feel and sense progress, I am the most happiest. You will, you cannot shake me, but, uh, the opposite of that is obviously when you feel a bit stagnant. Yeah. Uh, when I feel a bit stagnant, uh, I notice I notice straight away that you know my soul isn't elevated. I'm not happiest. I'm not feeling my best because you know progress to me is is so important. And it's seemingly always been that way for me, Aurel. Do you get bored often then? I tend to. Uh, well, I've recognized over, over the years, over the 27 years I've been on this beautiful planet, uh, I've, tend, I've, I've kind of figured myself out a bit and realized that I can't just sit down with my feet up. Like, yeah. I've tried that and I do get bored very quickly. All right. So when and how did you realize that you even had like an issue around sex? With your sex life. Yeah, so I... Go straight in. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast 
and I was working, you know, obviously listening to a podcast, multitasking. Yeah. And I was doing this really mundane renovation work on my, on my house. And I was listening, I had this podcast in my ear and they were talking about this topic of porn. Yeah. And I was about six podcasts deep on this day. So I didn't start out with porn. It just kind of the episodes flowed into it. Yeah. And I was listening to it unintentionally. And, but it started to massively resonate with me, uh, this whole topic of porn and, and what it does. And so I had, I had stopped watching porn uh, at about, for about four years at that point. So uh, I had done a bit of research on porn and realized how much it uh, kind of numbed me and it, it does numb people. There were statistics out there of, of what porn does to the mind. Let's go back there and start there so we can start from the beginning. So four years ago, I want to start there. What, what made mm. you stop watching porn? Like there's not many people who get into porn and then all of a sudden decide that they're not going to watch it anymore. So what happened at your time of life then? Yeah, that's actually a really good point to start. Even though I didn't have my big breakthrough around sex i did realize what porn was doing to me uh when i was 22 years old yeah and i had been watching porn ever since i was about 13. wow 12, 13. so almost like 10 years of of watching porn uh and it's such a sinister little little thing like I, I, it's hard to describe because you don't think that there's no real stigma around it uh, mm. as a male anyway. Uh, yeah. and so I never, I never saw it as a, as a bad thing. I never saw it as a thing that could handicap me. It was, it was your sex anyway. education, right? It's how you learn <laughs> to have sex at the age of 13. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even see it as that. I just saw it as a way to just, uh, pleasure myself. And I enjoyed it. Like I actually really enjoyed it. I loved the variety. I loved being able to explore different kinky sides of, you know, what I enjoyed. And sometimes I kind of surprised myself with what I was into and what turned me on. And, yeah. you know, for me, it was just normal because all of my other high school mates and mates that I grew up with were all recommending sites and talking to each other about it. And, ah. and so it was, it, yeah, it was like, oh, you know, have you heard of this site? And it wasn't yeah. like the main topic of conversation, but it wasn't taboo. Right. And so, so I was, you know, getting into it heavily, getting into it like sometimes a couple of times a day. Uh, and it was just normal. In fact, sometimes you almost felt like if the more you watched it and the more you kind of pleasured yourself and got off and, and jizzed in the day, it was something to be proud of. It was yeah. like, yeah, my, my whole manhood is working a lot because I'm like, you know, sex, sexually in there multiple times a day. Yeah. And so, so you kind of feel a bit triumphant in that sense, but little did I know that it, it, it was, was chipping away at certain things that I didn't even relate it to, like motivation. Right. Uh, I, I didn't know why I would, I was tired a lot. I was numb a lot. I started to lose. What do you mean by numb? Like losing, losing the desire, numb to the, to the desire to date. And cause I was single. Yeah. So numb to the desire to date attractive women. Like I, all of a sudden I just felt like I, it was less of a need to go out and date and meet and, you know, kind of peacock myself and, and be on show as a, as a young guy trying to find a partner in life. Yeah. I just, that, that desire and that, that motivation, I was quite numb to and I didn't even realize it. Was it like because, was, was it because you're like in a, in a weird abstract sense that your 
porn was your girlfriend. So you were like, I've already got my shit sorted. I don't need to find anyone. <laughs> you could probably say that even though in my mind, it was uh, those words were never spoken, but deep down, like I, I was like, I don't mind if I come home tonight after this, you know, having a few drinks and I haven't scored a chick because I'll just chuck my laptop on and watch exactly. porn. Exactly. You know, like it, it, so, so that was how I, it was like that sort of numbing. It was like getting kind of losing myself to a non-real entity yeah. and not really seeing and not really even knowing what I was missing out on. Not really. Uh, living and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, and then around, I got a, I got a partner. So I, I found a girlfriend and I, she saw porn on my, you know, mobile and laptop. And what, what was it made that made you find her? Like when in this place of numbness and not wanting to find a partner, what was it about her that drew you towards her? Wow, there's a massive story that could take like 20 minutes up if I explain to you the do whole a, do preamble the story. to us. Do the story of how you met. <laughs> so, so it, it, honestly, it, like it was, it was divine. It was, it was, it was a huge intervention in my life by universe of God, whatever you, you know, your listeners believe in. For me, yeah. it's God. Um, a huge, uh, it was just God placing this person in my life at this time to teach me so much that I didn't even know I needed to learn. Yeah. And uh, she came, I met her in an elevator and I was just infatuated. The numbness just instantly disappeared with this person in a way that I'd never experienced before. And yeah. I was like, I have to pursue this person. Like I, 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 that person is my person and I, she probably doesn't know it yet, but I feel it. Yeah. And I, she lived in Australia. I lived in New Zealand and four days, no, no word of a lie. Four days after meeting that person, I, uh, I was in a relationship with her. Wow. Uh, and, and, and she was already in a relationship when I met her in the elevator. Oh, so, so you got, awesome. you got to, you got to understand like, like she was in a relationship. I was single, saw her in the elevator. Without going into the, the details, the details are great, by the way. That should be a whole different ball game, but a different story. But, but without going into the details, four days that so much changed for her, for me. Uh, and within a month of meeting in the elevator, she had moved to um, New Zealand. And so uh, she taught me a, a whole lot about, well, she, well I'll, start, I'll start here. She hit me up about four. First and foremost, she was kind okay. of like, I'm not into it. I, I, you know, don't want you to watch it. Okay, yeah. okay. You know, I would. How did like, she why? find? Out, how did she find out you were watching it? Saw it on my devices. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, like, it wasn't really something I gave gave a crap about hiding. Right. To be honest, like I, I wasn't trying to hide it. No, I didn't even think it was a bad thing. I did, I just didn't even think you know, like I'm watching porn. It's got nothing to do with with right. you know, my love for you. It's, it's not a real person. So I'm not yeah. cheating eating like what you know and so but anyway she she expressed it and then she started to to realize like I wasn't really kind of listening to her you know just in her conversation and her and her reasons so she gave me other reasons to look at she started to do the research for me and yeah. hand me the research as to what porn does to people yeah and because of of my love obsession with progress <laughs> I realized that I was massively stagnating in an area of life that I wasn't giving any focus or attention to of growth to which is my relationship and my sex life yeah yeah i wasn't progressing in those areas all of a sudden she she triggered a area where i was stagnating yeah and i can't stand i can't stand stagnation 
yeah. I was like, wow, I am fully not growing, not learning and not expanding in that area. Yeah. And thanks for pointing it out. Porn is a huge inhibitor to that. I yeah. saw it for what it was and for many other things. And I would encourage any guy who maybe hasn't done any research into porn that has listened to this, that is watching porn or, or girl or woman, yeah. uh, look, look up what research, what porn does to the brain. Yes. And, and you will see the science that people have shown, what gets released, the chemicals that gets released, how those chemicals affect you, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And you will, you will see what I saw. And are, there you, any, you, are there any things you remember on the top of your head that you can share on this podcast for the listeners? So it was uh, the numbness to, to real sexual pleasure. So that, okay. was, that was a major one. Uh, and that obviously comes, to, comes down to um that in, that inhibits progress in that area like physical sex gets inhibited by by what porn does to your brain yeah uh and so you're if you enjoy physical sex which most let's, let's be honest pretty much all of us do most yeah. of us anyway we love sex and we you know we cherish it and we we, we vibe with it we we want to do it it's yeah. a big part of our lives well imagine you know you'd obviously view porn differently if you knew how much it inhibited that that physical part of sex yeah. as well as the warped perception of what sex and intimacy is is about yes huge warped yes. perception i had a huge warped perception of what of how to be intimate and the difference between fucking and the difference between making love and the difference yeah. between intimacy and the difference between you know a rougher way of sex and all i had learned and been taught from porn from the age of 13 like it's not like my you know, any, I had, had any male role models teaching me how to have sex or else. Exactly. Like I didn't have that. It was porn and porn only that taught me how to and what's the best way to put my penis inside of someone and create a pleasurable experience for us both. That for, was it. Or, or for yourself, right? Yeah. Not yeah. And so, yeah. And, and I, I learned and I was limited to fucking. That's yeah. all I knew how to do. Yeah. All I knew how to do was have loud, wild, very physical, almost dominating sex because that was predominantly what I watched. I was really into that when I was watching yeah. porn. And that was all I watched. I did not watch porn about making love and being exactly. intimate because exactly. it was, the, for the viewing side of it, it was boring. Yeah. Viewing, in my mind anyway, it, it was boring exciting. watching that. It wasn't exciting. No. Um, yeah, making was... love doesn't necessarily come with the best angles for camera angles. You know, yeah. like it's, yeah. you know, and so all of that is the best very, lighting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And exactly. And so for me, it was like, I didn't learn that part of it. I never watched it. I never paid any attention to that part of it. Do you feel so like porn, you wanted this like variety and excitement and it's almost like this unknowing, like, Ooh, like anything could happen. Whereas like the lovemaking seemed quite boring. Like you knew what was going to happen. It was pretty straightforward. Like. It's not a, I, I, a, a more visual way to put it because I'm a I'm a visual person is I want I was I was trying to turn my girlfriend into a porn star right right that, that's what I was trying to do I, and, and if, if she didn't moan the, as loud as I wanted her to and if she didn't you know arch her back in the way I wanted her to and she didn't um you know hold herself in the bedroom the way that a porn star did I would you know kind of coach her through it and, and kind of slowly to, yeah. trying to turn her into a uh, a loud, um, over-exaggerated porn star. Yeah, I've I've definitely slept with men like that, and it is not fun. <laughs> and you can yeah. tell 
and you can tell too because like this topic hits me pretty hard to the heart um because i used to date someone who was addicted to sex and he had a porn addiction as well so i full well know and i and i was the girlfriend as well in that relationship giving him the information like look you need to stop watching porn this isn't good for you um and yeah it's it's crazy once once you learn about all of that and i'm someone who i've never been into porn myself i don't watch it but you can tell and I'm sure for a male or a female, if I have sex with someone who watches porn or who doesn't, I can tell if someone watches porn or not just by the way they fuck me, like, or, you know, if they're making love with me or, yeah, when I get intimate with someone, I can tell if they watch porn or not. It's obvious. Like, once you know everything about it, you can tell. Yeah. 100%. And so it was a massive, massive uh, part or stage in my growth in that area when she pointed that out and, and you so were willing to, and you were willing to so it wasn't her being like you need to stop and you were like no like you were actually like holy shit this makes sense i want mm -hmm. to change and it didn't happen in a day it happened over like a couple of weeks when i started to really divulge the information that i was exactly yeah Exactly. Uh, and then once it once it kind of hit me between the eyes of how i was massively stagnating in that area boom that hit my highest value which is progress. That's what elevates my soul. And I was like, I want to progress more in this area, this very important area of life. Yeah. And, uh, and so I, I stopped watching porn and, oh my goodness, I had no idea what was on the other side of that. Yeah. And this was just the beginning, Arel, of what, what I've gone through. But like, I, I saw a massive shift and I felt a massive shift in my energy. Yeah and my enthusiasm towards my partner right like, for sure oh, and she was just like blown away because i'm already a very enthusiastic and energetic person but yeah. i was i was suppressed and in that area and i i just i came out of my shell i blossomed out of this numbness and that again took time it didn't happen within a day it took months and months of all of a sudden you know yeah and every time i felt like watching porn and i just didn't you know, the next thing after that was where do I channel that energy? Yeah, exactly. And the energy just got more and more and more. And I was channeling it into my partner and my love for her grew deeper. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize the, um, you guys may have heard or seen memes out there or seen things on social media, porn kills love. Yeah. Like that, that was extreme to me when I was watching porn. I was like, oh, that's quite, that's, that's, that's an extreme thing to say. Like I've, I've got love in my heart and I watch porn, hugely right. justifying it. But it's not that it just, it, eliminates love it just kills it off and it, it 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 starts to get less and less and less and i didn't realize that and until i stopped and i realized how much desire love and lust and passion i had or, or it numbs it, it. Wasn't there. the word numb as you use right it numbs the love yeah 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 and so and so for me that was a huge and like quite instant benefit that came very soon after i stopped watching porn because yeah. every time like the twice a day that i would i all of a sudden had all of that energy to channel towards her and then it just started to compound and was and it always, that was it was that energy always channeled towards her in a you know in a in a love way or in a sexual and in an intimacy way or was it also channeled toward other areas of your life oh, um business <laughs> so yeah. i run a very people orientated business yeah and and that business completely soared because i had 
energy, as, as uh, like a spark yeah. in in me that wasn't there. Yeah. And that's the only way I can just I can describe it. Like there was just a difference in like I'm 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 this is this person who I'm you know me right now talking on this podcast with you. Yeah. I did not talk like this before. Right. I did not talk with the energy in my voice. I did not talk with the passion in my voice. Wow. You know, and, the clar- and the clarity, it, it, it just elevated me more than, that's, that's, this is why I'm so kind of like, I'm super excited to talk about this topic with you. And when you ask me, I'm like, yes, because because it's made a massive difference. And I, yeah. I know that people out there that hear this, that are watching porn, I'm just hoping, my, my, my desire, my hope is that you get value out of my story yeah. and start to venture down the same path because it's a beautiful path. And we're only about halfway through this. Like, I haven't even gotten to the point where I originally started at, where I was yeah. listening to the podcast uh, and yeah. you know, doing that mundane, mundane renovating work yeah. where I realized there was a whole other side to just what, just stopping watching porn. Yeah. There was way more to it than that. Right. And so, okay. so just, just watching porn was like the door opening the doorway to being open to progress in that area. And I was progressing massively. Yeah. So yeah. I was progressing, progressing. I felt good. And then I started to feel, uh, I just started to feel after a couple of years, I'm talking three, four years, yeah, like a re- repetition or a routine kind of kicking into our sex life. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, this, you know, four years, you know, it's great energy, high energy, you know, but Little did I know from that I would get from this podcast that just so randomly came to me that day that it was who has taught you and how have you learned how to be intimate with someone? Yeah. That's, that was the question. The top question of the podcast was how have you learned how to be intimate? How have you learned how to connect physically in bed intimately with someone? Yep. And the answer straight away came to my, my head. Guess what it was? Warren. Porn. That's yeah. how I had learned. So even though I had stopped, it was like as an as a an analogy that we can all relate to. It's like a teacher teaching you how to do something. Yeah. And then you your your teacher stops teaching you how to do something. Yeah. But you do not well, replace it with anything honestly, else. Honestly, I agree with you. I am like fist pumping in the air right now. Honestly, this is such. I'm so passionate about this topic as well. It's it's so true. Like all. Okay, I don't want to stereotype men at all, and I don't want to offend anyone by saying this, but the majority of men fuck the same. And I know it's because they're all influenced from porn because a lot of men start watching it in their early teens or their teens before they even lose their virginity or during that time where they're still exploring and learning how to have sex and they're scared and they don't know what to do or how to perform. So they go on the internet and these, they watch these porn videos and honestly, like every single guy does the same thing. And you're like, and then I remember questioning that myself. I'm like, why does every guy do the same fucking technique in the same order? In the exact same order every time. <laughs> and I started yeah. thinking, I'm like, holy shit. And then I, and that's why, that's the first time I watched porn. And I was like, I want to know what this is. And I watched it and I was like, click, like light bulb in the brain. I was like, oh my God, that's what's been happening the last, like, you know, since I've lost my virginity. That's how guys have been fucking me. It's the exact same as this video I was showing them to do. And I'm like, so curious, like if I went to Africa or something, 
And like, you know, you, you were intimate with an African man who was in a third world country and didn't speak English and was never on the internet. Like, you know, what, what would that experience be like? You know, like, it would just probably be completely different. <laughs> honestly, honestly, like that, that it, it's this, from a male's perspective around. Yeah. It's almost, I'm not saying this is the truth because it's not, it's not set in the law. It's not, it's not. You don't have to abide by this law, but it's almost like an, an unspoken law yeah. as a guy. It's just not acceptable. It feels like it's not acceptable to not know what to do in the, in the bedroom. Oh, for sure. For sure. So, like so, so the pressure yeah. is so fear-based that you're like, I, I can't not just like if a woman all of a sudden, you know, wants to have sex with me. Yeah. And I have no freaking clue what I'm doing. How terrible is that going to be? I'm going to look like an idiot. Exactly. They're going to tell all my friends that I don't know what to do. I'm going to You'll be challenged as a man. <laughs> yeah, I'll be challenged as a man. I'll get teased, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so porn is like a safety net. For sure. Yeah. And in and, and those early stages of life. And then it just becomes something that you, you, you do for pleasure and blah, blah, blah. That's, that's exactly how I ventured down that road. And that was my teacher. So and then this can relate with that. And so. then this podcast was like, how did you, who taught you? Where did you learn it? <laughs> I was like, porn. Four years later, after I stopped watching it, it was porn. And had I put in another teacher or another learning or another mentor, a sexual mentor in place from that? Uh, for, so after I'd stopped? Yeah. No. So who was your main teacher? It's still yeah. porn. Yeah. How do you know what, what you're, how do you know everything that you know about sex? It's porn. Wow, there's so much more that I need to do other than just stop watching porn. Yeah. Massive light bulb moment. Yeah. And so so that was when I made a decision to and this is a this is a big one. I know that we're taking a complete turn here in this conversation by me saying this, and that's okay. I'm not I'm not telling anyone what they should do. I'm just sharing my story. And if it inspires, yeah. amazing. Go for it. I decided eight months ago uh to abstain from sex. Yeah. And the reason why, uh, and my partner was so up for this, up for this as well. It wasn't just my choice. We obviously talked about it, and we both abstained. Yeah. Uh, and the reason reason why is because I wanted to have a clean slate while I was learning new ways of being intimate, new ways of connecting, new okay. techniques of doing it. You know. And having conversations with my partner and, and without sex being involved, asking her what, what does pleasure her, what does turn her on, what, yeah. what fantasies are, are in her mind, you know, and just and getting to know her from scratch, yeah. from a, just, a, just a holding hands, touching each other, um, yeah. you know, light, lightly touching each other without being intimate, um, physically intimate in any way. Other I than love just, that. <laughs> and, and because, because really, why did I, why did I do that? Mm. was because I didn't want to be learning while still practicing the techniques I'd learned from porn. Cause that's all I knew. Exactly. So if we were going to have sex, if we were going to be having sex. It would be still me putting into practice what I'd learned from porn. So I knew that I would learn and absorb way quicker if yep. I just stopped and started from scratch and rewrote the techniques, exactly. rewrote the story, re rewrote the way of being intimate in my brain. Not while still the doing brain too, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Structuring it. And, yeah. and I knew it wasn't going to be, I knew it wasn't just going to take months. I knew it was going to be a long time. And so it just so happens, you know, we got, we got engaged um, two months after that. And uh, the first time we're going to break our abs abstinences on the night of our 
our wedding and when we get married. Oh, and it's highly, highly likely not going to be for another two, two years minimum. Oh, what? So, <laughs> yeah, I'm already, eight, I'm already eight months in. So yeah. it's almost going to be three years of abstaining. As, as a 27-year-old Kiwi guy, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty intense. But let me oh, wow. fill you in on, on what's in it for you. If just, you know, from, from a my experience standpoint, if you, if you do decide to go as hardcore as what I am on the, in the progression of getting better in this area of intimacy, love, and sex. Yeah. Right. What I've noticed in the last eight months has been just again so massive. Just like when I stopped stopped watching porn. Just the the the, the first thing was I noticed how much importance I placed on sex as a man. Yes. I I I had my sexual performance trigger positive things about me or negative things about my personality or who I am in my, in my manhood. Uh, so for example, I, if I performed well in bed and I, you know, made her come and we came at the same time and, you know, we were sweating, it was hot. It was, it was an amazing sexual session. Yeah. Then I would have the best couple of days preceding that ever. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a man. She would look at me with these, this love in her eyes. It was because I, I, I fucked her well and, you know, I'm still blah, blah, blah. fist pumping, by the way. I'm yeah, 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 and 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 then and then if say for instance, you know, I had an off day and maybe I came too soon or I, um, you know, it didn't last as long or she didn't yeah. get off or maybe there was just felt a lack of connection in that session, then yeah. I it would affect me negatively. Yeah, exactly. As a man, exactly. and I and and I placed so much importance on my mood and my view of myself based on my sexual performance. And I had created sex to be this huge, important, like soul enlightening or soul destroying thing. Right. Uh, out of nothing. I don't right. even know. To be honest, I don't have the answer as to why or where it came it's from. The I think ego. It's, just, it's your ego. It's ego. Ego. Yeah, yeah. That's probably a good way to put it. And like, I, 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 when that disappeared in my relationship and that was no longer an option to trigger what I would, you know, to trigger those endorphins as a man i i realized that it was all smoke and mirrors it was bs yeah. because she is looking at me the way that she looked at i thought she looked at me after i performed well she's looking at me like that and i haven't even had sex with her yeah and i haven't and i realized like it, i was just making it all up it was all just one a big big smoke and mirrors facade and so that was a huge realization i had i had I had created sex to be something that ruled me and controlled me rather than me having, I don't, I don't want to use the word control, but me having a good relationship with it, like a healthy relationship with it and not placing so much emphasis on it. Exactly. Because, because where, where I did that, there were, where I placed so much importance and emphasis, there was lack in other areas. Yeah. And so I, so, so that to me, was a huge thing I noticed within the first month. Like that was an instant, instant thing because we normally would have sex, you know, once every two or three days, sometimes multiple times a day. And yeah. so it was quite a regular, regular thing in a relationship that had been going on for four years. We were still very highly sexual. Exactly. And, then, and then stopping that for a month was like twiddle your thumbs at times when you'd normally be doing it. You feel the urges and you're still... Yeah. And I just, that was, so that was when that realization happened. And then flowing on from that, from like the second month onwards, I started to 
just massively have a a cherished holding hands for the first yeah. time. Yeah. I cherished the small things and I cherished the kissing and I, 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 I stayed up in, in the night talking to her and woke up in the morning talking to her differently. Yeah. I, all of a sudden at times where sex was normally present, there was a connection there that was communication. There was a connection there that was holding hands. Yeah. And I took all of that for granted. The small little things of intimacy I took for granted. Yeah, and exactly. I only real I yeah I only realized that after I got got rid of the climax. Yeah, yeah, that's what and I was gonna I, say. Did you feel like it was all like back then the holding hand and the eye gazing and the kissing? It was almost like oh great, this is just the start of but but I have this end thing in mind, this end goal in mind. Not even that good. It wasn't even yeah. that good. It, was, it wasn't even like, oh, this is just the start of it. It was a waste of time. Ah, okay. Okay. Even more intense than just Not like, a man of foreplay, cool. were you? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like four, foreplay was like, foreplay, like touching her, yeah, touching yeah. her vagina, touch, like her going down on me, me going down on her. Like all of that was a part of it. I, yeah. I cherished that. I, I did enjoy that. Yeah. But I completely took for granted and overlooked the beauty of just, you know, holding your partner's hand and looking into their and, eyes. <laughs> and anyone on this podcast who's listening, yeah, who who is either feeling like, oh, that, you know, I'm not really connecting with this, like, oh, this isn't really like something that I can resonate with the whole like holding hands and blah blah blah. Yeah, I, I 100% can can get that because if I had have listened to this while still kind of like watching porn and hadn't hadn't you know ventured this far down the path, yeah. I, I wouldn't have given a crap about someone who was like, now I cherish holding hands. Now I cherish this. Like I just right. wouldn't have connected with me at all. Cause it was a waste of time. Right. Right. But now I'm telling you from my own words, like I love that part. I love it just as much as I love the blow job. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, okay. I don't ejaculate from, from holding hands obviously, but, yeah. but like there's that desire to do it. Totally. That was never there. And it's just brought me and my partner so much closer. And, so you're basically learning every form of intimacy that you can have and every form of showing, giving, and receiving love in a non-sexual way. From scratch. Yeah. I love it. And that. I didn't, and it's all been, I, I am not being like, I, I'm just, this is the path I'm on and this is the way it's gone for me. Um, I've just fallen into this. Like this has all just been a falling into and happening along the way and me being open to how it goes. Yes. So, so like I, this is not, I'm not on any kind of course. I'm not yeah. on any of, I haven't, I haven't got a, a full-time mentor, but yeah. I listen to podcasts about Kama Sutra. I listen to podcasts about love intimacy and I'm gaining all of these perspectives right. on how to move, move forward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just educating and just being so open to it. So that that's how it's kind of evolving for me. It's not, it's not a set in stone way. It's like an everyday kind of progression that I'm so open to because exactly. I'm getting value out of it. I'm getting so much value out of it. And the important thing as well is, is not keeping it a secret, right? Because you're never gonna grow out of that, that bubble or, you know, that addiction or whatever from keeping it a secret or not being honest with yourself as well. First of all, being honest with yourself and then being open to the journey of, you know, self-discovery and all that. 
thousand percent. I would sit down and have this conversation in front of a room of people, one on one with anyone, because I feel like it, it will resonate with someone on some level everywhere. Yeah, exactly. It's hard. It's so it's so hard because I haven't. I still haven't gone full circle yet into this yeah. into sex after right. after this relearning phase, and I'm still I'm like two years away from that. I you know comfortably can say I'm two years away from from being at that stage where I can offer a completely different perspective in the bedroom well, after going through all of this growth. I'll have you back on the podcast two years. Yeah, yeah, hey, awesome. And so, so all I can say is um, I don't know what the other side looks like, but what I, do, what, I, what I do know is that when I was at, when I was very much on the side of the fence of, of porn was my teacher and, and that was what I knew, yeah. I deep down knew there was more to this. Right. In my heart, I knew that there was more to what I was doing in bed. I knew that there was more and I was completely unsure of how to get that more right. because it was, it was an intimate subject to go and ask someone for help with. Exactly. It, was an, it was, and so, and it, it's like, it is, it can also sometimes be quite expensive help if you do find a course, which I did research yeah. courses. And at the time I didn't have the money to, to funnel the thousands of dollars into some yeah. of these courses. Exactly. You know, even though I can imagine that that'd be great. And so I decided to go down the path of just figuring it out myself. But that I, I, I wanted to go down that path because I knew in my heart that there was more to this thing called sex and there was way more intimacy and um, uh, emotion and physical uh, pleasure I could experience from this that I wasn't experiencing. And yeah. if anyone else has those thoughts in the back of their mind, you know, and answer this for yourself, do have those thoughts like there is more to this that I I could experience. I know there is out. I know there's more out there. Yeah. Then, then have the courage to to pursue it. Reason yeah. why is because, holy shit, man, we've got fuck all time on this on this earth. Yeah. Like we've got fuck all time to have yeah. the best possible experiences that we can. Yeah. Sex is so important. It's how we're all here. You know, sex sex is so important. So so go down that path and grow in that area, progress in that area. Yeah. And have this be the podcast you listen to where you say, wow, this other guy is venturing down that path because it can be done. And yeah. he's doing it having no clue what the heck he's doing. And it hasn't yeah. cost him very much at all. All the podcasts have been for free. Yeah. You know, choosing not to watch porn was a free choice. Yeah. Um, you know, choosing to abstain was a free choice. You know, all yeah. of this stuff is, there's a lot that you can get your hands on that's free. Yeah. The value that you get out of it in your day-to-day life and your relationships and your intimacy is, is, so massive. Perfect. Perfect. And for those who are listening who are single but are on this road and they're like, oh wow, I, I'm single and that's why I watch a lot of porn. So, you know, it's not really my choice to stop watching porn and then start making love with my girlfriend because I don't have a girlfriend or I don't have a boyfriend. Like, what advice can you give for people who are listening to this right now who are single and want to go on this journey of self-discovery and exploring their true, you know, sexual side of things without a partner? Oh, I've, got, I've, got, I've got like two epic things that I could, okay. I could pass on. Okay. First one is simple. Like cut out porn. Just get rid of porn. Do the, if, you, if you don't have a, um, a strong desire to get rid of porn, then give yourself, give yourself a bit of a, um, kick up the butt by looking at the research right. of what porn's doing to you. Right. That will give you some motivation if you're lacking motivation to give up porn. Perfect. Second thing is, it's, this is a great thing that it made a huge difference to my to my desire was when when you masturbate, 
because you know it's a natural part of life if you don't have a partner yeah um, when yeah. you masturbate use your imagination not yeah. porn yes use your imagination get your get your imagination stronger get your imagination and your creative side of your brain yeah. give that strength and use your imagination don't use an outside stimulus to yeah. stimulate to stimulate your pleasures while you're playing with yourself exactly. right use your imagination it's that will be something that will help massively with your energy you know it'll get your um your motivation to meet people i yeah. uh, will start your creativity on ways to meet people your creativity on on you know getting out there and finding different ways to put yourself in situations where situations where you could potentially find a partner will start to come exactly. from your exercising your imagination so that's and one also thing. your if you have a partner your creativity of how to have sex with them will also come yeah from, you know <laughs> and then if again if you don't have a partner yeah then stop watching porn yeah and and do that and masturbate with you know with using your imagination yeah and <laughs> then I promise you, you will, the frustration that you may experience of using your imagination and not having porn as your, as your stimulus, all of a sudden you'll be like, I need to find a, a stimulus. I need to find a better stimulus than myself. Yeah. And you will get out there. You will have the, uh, you will put yourself on the market just with your energy, not yeah. necessarily doing anything different. You may be someone who watches porn who goes out every weekend and, and tries yeah, but you are trying with this this dim light, a yes. dim light that is that that porn is, is porn is dimming it, right? Yes. Your energy is dim, your your desire is dim, your hunger and your lust is dim. Yeah, and so w when you when you brighten that light, which happens by stopping watching porn, when you brighten that light, your energy will completely change the way that the opposite sex looks at you, just from yes. across the club. They don't even have to speak a word to you. Just from across the, the room, they, they yeah. will be able to see and, and the same feel sex and vibe. Too. The same sex too. Will same be sex too. Them. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and all of us can relate to this. And how I know is that when you walk into a club or you, when you walk into a social situation, there is people that you're instantly drawn to and attracted to and you haven't spoken a word to them. Yeah. Just by looking at them. And it not necessarily yeah. has to be, sometimes you can even shock yourselves at, at who you're drawn to. Yeah. You're like, wow, that person's not as phys not not necessarily that's the physical type of person that I'd go to. Exactly. But man, they're attractive. It's because yeah. their energy is high. It's yeah. because they're in in this different flow and their light is bright because they're not they're not under any form of suppressants or anything or, or being suppressed by porn. That's yeah. my that's my advice on for anyone who doesn't have a partner. I love it. I love it. It's so good. Um, is there anything else that you want to mention that I haven't asked you yet today or that we haven't discussed to finish up or? No, I would, I would just say like what I said before is, is just know that you can grow in this area. Yeah. Know that there is more out there for all of us and there is never a ceiling, right? And you can expand in, in this area of sex. And if there's something- There is never a ceiling. You, I love that. I'm yeah. going to yeah. <laughs> and grow you know grow grow from 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 desire growth you know desire to grow in this area if it's an area that's important to you yeah because because you will get the endorphins when you see the progression when you see the value that your your you know work in that area is bringing you yeah and and that would be my my parting advice and also just to say thank you Aral, for providing such an amazing platform for people to listen to these beautiful conversations that aren't typical. 
it's amazing. And thanks for asking me to come on. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Thank you so much for coming on. I might have you on again in two years or, <laughs> or sometime soon about something else. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. Great. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. No worries. You too. Bye. Bye. See you, everyone.